Welcome back to the Venturing Out Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Fontaine. You know, I remember when we were first looking to start this podcast, Charlie and I sat around in the incubator and we said, we have no idea what we're doing. And so we actually started off by reaching out to a couple current podcasters at Baylor and asking them for advice. Because um, we had no direction, we didn't know where to go. So we, we utilized our network and we ended up meeting up with a couple of these podcasters and we gave them some calls and we asked them about marketing and logistics and um, where we should host our podcast. And they just shared a breadth of knowledge and insight that was unparalleled from any website or, quite frankly, any other how to start a podcast podcast that we've listened to. And while those were helpful, we were just so thankful and appreciative to have those types of people in our lives. So what we did was we said, well, there are a lot of other people who are looking to start a podcast. Why don't we have those same people come together for a roundtable and let's just talk about their origin. Let's talk about their start um, and let's bring everybody together so that they can share that same insight that Charlie and I saw. And so that's exactly what we did later in the spring semester. We've got these podcasters together for a roundtable, and we said, hey guys, come ready to talk about yourself, to share uh, information about your podcast. Let's talk about how you got started, what platforms you were using, how you market, uh, what, what have been some of the challenges of podcasting, and you know what, what are some of the great things that have happened because of it. And so in this episode, we're lucky enough to be joined by... Colin Bass and Ben Knopper of Freshman 15, Lauren Kinney, who is the manager for Good Money, hosted by her father, Derek Kinney, Sophia Reyes, host of the La Luna podcast, which is a bilingual podcast, Grace Casper from Those Who Know, and unfortunately they weren't able to make it, but they did play an influential part in our podcast as well, Corey and Ben Coleman of Note to Self. Again, we are very thankful that they were able to play such a huge part in venturing out's origin, and we're glad that we could have brought everybody together. Well, of course, like, thanks for being here. This is exciting for me because, like, when we started our our podcast, we actually looked to y'all to figure out, like, what we wanted to do. I mean, that was the first time that I met Grace Casper was talking about podcasting, and she, like, laid it all out to me. Was this um, in the car? No, this was actually in the incubator. Oh. It was so, like, so unnecessarily professional. Very, I was really intimidated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got me coffee, and I was like, yes. <laughs> but no, like, we took components from everybody's podcast. Like, we saw what you guys were doing, we were like, we love how much fun you're able to have. I mean, truthfully... <laughs> We looked at La Luna, and La Luna is just so unique. If you don't know about La Luna, like, it's bilingual. And so she'll switch off between episodes of being in English and Spanish, mm-hmm. which we wanted to, we can't do that. I'm not bilingual. <laughs> but we wanted to be unique yeah. like that. Um, if you want to come in on oh, the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll write you a script. I, Maybe. I can do the Spanish I mean, and we looked at, I connected with Lauren to talk about marketing and promotion, but like Good Money has uh, yes. 
like the, the education and the technical side behind it, which is just so encouraging. And then, of course, Grace Casper, those who know, like sharing deep stories of like pain and then of also hope. Um, we wanted to be able to storytell like you. So we're excited to have everybody here. And the purpose of today is to really uh, brainstorm amongst each other. I know everyone kind of already knows each other, which is awesome. Um, but there's an entrepreneur, entrepreneurial component to creating a podcast as well, which we want to focus on just for our end, which we would like to publish in full disclosure. But um, I, to talk about what podcasting is and why it's important, and um, an honorable mention, like Corey and Ben Coleman, who aren't able to be here, they have a podcast called Note to Self which they started over quarantine. And note to self, what's beautiful about that is it's five episodes, but it's a time capsule of a compilation of all of their friends' experiences throughout COVID, which like huh. I think is important to podcasting too, because no matter what, like what we do will stick around. Like and others will be able to listen to it forever. Yeah. Um, which is very, very unique. So I think the best way to start this is let's just go around the table and talk about what we've done, talk about your podcast, um, also talk about yourself. So then, Colin, would you want to start? Go ahead, Colin. No, you go. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this this thing that we do, it started at what, like 1, one thirty in the morning. In your yeah. bedroom. I'm just visiting you in Houston. I'm from the Dallas area. Like We'd always talked about that for some time, but when we first met, on the first day here, we kind of like realized how much we had in common with our high school experiences, like the things we were involved in, like student government, him playing like 12 million different sports, and like all that kind of <laughs> came together. And uh, we, you know, we ran for student government together, and we started doing these things. And we're like, like we, we have a special chemistry, and we we feel like uh, we're we're very similar. We also have some differences, but I think that's what kind of uh, makes our stuff speak to. A wide variety of people in our audience. Yeah. Yeah. So we we went to visit binge after a conference, and on the way home to my house, we did an Instagram live and just an, or like an Instagram like mm-hmm. answered the little, the little mm-hmm. stories. We answered like 110 of them, <laughs> and people yeah. loved them. Our biggest fans are moms, and so <laughs> we, we were like, "That this is it. We're gonna do this." Those are the loyalist fans. Too, <laughs> exactly. So. Um, and so after that, we were just like, "We really need to get this mm-hmm. started" because we always talked about a podcast. So like that night, we got to my house. And we just talked about it the whole way home, and then we got to my house, and then we were about to go to bed, and we were both like, let's do this right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we just started our first podcast, or the first episode, and then after that, it just, it's been rolling. And we have, we're so similar, but also we're so different. Like, Ben's just the more technical side, and like, really good at getting it pumped out and getting it posted. And I'm, my main job is like, reaching out to people and getting people on the show. Mm-hmm. And Ben's just really good at keeping the conversation going. So finding somebody who can like, compliment you is also mm-hmm. super helpful yeah and then the, the other last thing like it's it's really fun and quick and we can pump them out because it's 15 minutes yeah. and um i like i have a short attention span so like i'm, I'm always <laughs> putting stuff on times two anyway and so um if people want to do times two great then they get out in seven minutes but um like we can just pump through them really quick it's just 15 minutes a week mm-hmm. and it's just it's like a fun project you know yeah so but what is the purpose of it like you know, we like we say our stated purpose is to kind of promote joy and purpose among college students, yeah. especially given the current situation. But really, how we do that is kind of bringing on guests, bringing on their perspective. Like Lauren, for example, talking about how they grew from freshman to senior year, mm-hmm. and it's called the freshman fifteen, but it kind of just talks about the 
roller coaster. It sounds crazy, but the uh, college can be. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Who are um, some of your notable guests? Well, I'll look no further than, uh, <laughs> than across the table. <laughs> um, we also had Dale Wallace mm-hmm. on, and then Brad Livingston. Brad Livingston. Brad. Um, yeah, that's the man. Been, oh, it's so good. This this guy's oh, been doing oh, some yeah. networking. We're working the, and pushing out some more pretty soon, so stay tuned for that. I don't know if you can say that. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll make it happen first before you say <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> okay. Well, great. Glad y'all are here. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um. So my name is Sophie Reyes, and I started my podcast also in quarantine. Actually, yeah, I started it because I love listening to podcasts and like I love running. And so every morning I would just listen to a podcast, and I was like, you know what? I'm kind of bored. I'm gonna start it. So I literally <laughs> went downstairs and I told my mom, I'm gonna order like a microphone. And I'm gonna start a podcast. And she goes, What? <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah, I'm gonna do it right now. And so I did. Um, I really didn't think too much about it. And then it kind of hit me, and I was like, wait, what am I doing? And then, <laughs> um, but yeah, I just decided to start it. I, um, one of like the biggest things, because I grew up and was born in Mexico and moved to the U.S. in 2014, so one of like my biggest insecurities was my accent. And so I think that was one thing that I was like, can I really, because you know, a podcast is just like, like your voice really and so I was like do I really have boys like I sometimes I messed up my friends make fun of me I mean I laugh at it too uh, <laughs> I'm not perfect or anything but I was like you know what? I'm not I'm not gonna think about it too much um and so I I think um I really challenged myself um by just putting the podcast because when I once I get comfortable I love talking I love mm-hmm. talking to people I love like when people talk to me I can be shy but I think it's it, it was really powerful also because I think at the time um, with COVID and everything, it was just like we were really craving like that connection with other people. And so having other people coming into the podcast or listening to other podcasts, I was like, I felt like I didn't feel as disconnected when the world was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like in shock. So I think that's why I decided to start it. and why it was so powerful it was because I was able to um, make connections with other people that I really didn't think were possible like really deep connections I feel you get when you do podcasts with others because they open up to you so what was the purpose behind making La Luna bilingual okay so La Luna like I said like in, in Mexico I mean I they all think like I'm from Mexico I don't really say I'm from Dallas but um <laughs> So I knew my identity was so big in that, and so I wanted to integrate two, two like sides of my um, life together. Um, and so I also wanted my my family, since like we said, our families are our biggest cheerleaders, to be able to understand because they don't speak English. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna do like an episode every like once a week where it's just in Spanish, because. Mm-hmm. That would be easier um, also when it comes to like that. I don't have an insecurity in my accent. Um, and so that's why I decided to do it bilingual and reach to more people. Yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. That's very true. Chris, you want to take it? Sure. Um, so I started Those Who Know in my freshman year of college, so similar to you guys. Sorry. Can we speak? Just 
Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, my freshman year of college in 2018, January. Oh, you're recording this. Mm-hmm. Oh, my bad. Okay. Hey. Podcasting. Oh, so fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I understood that fully. Um, but yeah, I loved this one podcast called um, Terrible Thanks for Asking. It's really hilarious. They just talk about really painful stories. And I was like, oh, man, I love this because it's raw and it's real yeah. and everyone experiences pain. But then it would end, and I was like, well, now I'm just depressed. And so, <laughs> I, felt like, I felt this calling, I felt like it was from God, but I don't know, many people may say it was my instincts or whatever, but I think it was from the Lord to do what she was doing, except twist it at the end, where people would talk about how Jesus has changed their perspective on their suffering, and how he's walking with them through it. Um, and so we talk about real crap. Um, each episode is a different area of pain, and so... There's one about cancer, there's one about school shootings, there's one about depression, um, just the real hard stuff in the world. And then the cool part was season two, I had a guy who I previously interviewed who'd want to be my co-host, and his name is Ryan Thomas. Um, He's really cool, and he brought a new perspective to my podcast, and we committed to making season two a little bit of a different narrative of doing it about dreamers and interviewing dreamers about the hardships that they've been through and the hard part of being a dreamer and being a black sheep in the world, but then how they conquered it and got through it. So that's where Lauren came in. We interviewed Lauren because she had this dream of publishing her book, and man, she was hitting resistance and turbulence, but yet still did it. Um, And so that was all of season two, and then now we're back to season three, which is just back to the normal narrative of like, you know, struggle and stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. And you'll be sticking around in Waco, right? I will be doing. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna be the general manager of a new coffee shop that's coming to Waco. It's called Biddy and Bows. Uh, it's a franchise. It's the fourth franchise of Biddy and Bows, and they hire individuals with intellectual disabilities. So it's gonna be super fun. But with that coming up, I'm actually thinking of ending those who know. Um, I've been praying through it for a while, but I feel kind of similar to Note to Self. Like, I feel like it's the end of an era for me almost. And not the end of podcasting necessarily, but the end of those who know. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of bittersweet, but I also feel ready to go on to what's next. That's awesome. Yeah. So, like, why is it important to share these kinds of stories? Like, I, why do we need to talk about our pain and then look towards hope totally I think it's crucial because it shows us that we're all in the same boat more than we'd like to think Mm -hmm. like we're all struggling with something and when you talk to someone you don't know what's going on behind the curtain Um, and so I think listening to these stories gives people hope that a they're not alone and b that there is a greater source of hope that's bigger than themselves that they can rely on so yeah because that's a big ask to, yeah. to have someone on a show to talk about well, like, all the crap in their life. It's funny and you not, say that. And yeah. not make it anonymous. Right. Well, the funny part is, like, I have published multiple episodes that I've had to take down because a couple days later they were like, never mind, I can't do this. Wow. Um, and that's totally fair. But it's scary, and I love my guests for being brave enough to share their stories. And, um, yeah, I really see them as, like, personal heroes of mine. So... Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Glad you're here. Me too. I'm honored to be here.
Alright. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. Okay. Um I am Lauren Kinney. I am the general manager. General managers in the house, dude. <laughs> um I have a company called Good Money Framework and our podcast is called Good Money. So you know how there's this belief in culture right now, it's kind of shifting to where a lot of people think that people who have a lot of money are bad. We totally go against that belief, and we believe that you deserve to have a lot of money and that you should use it to do good in the world. Um, So uh, we teach people a seven-step framework of how to earn more, save more, and give more money, a good money framework. So super fun podcast. We are all about talking to business leaders and influencers like Matthew McConaughey, Damon John um, from Shark Tank. We've had Laura Casey, um, a lot of like financial experts um, like Kelsa Dickey. And it's been really fun to get to combat this belief in society right now that money is not bad and good people, just like all of us, should have more of it so that we can use it to impact the world. Yeah. So how do you even like reach out to people like Matthew McConaughey and Damon John? I mean... Honestly, one of the biggest parts, and I, I'm a different from all of you guys because I don't actually host the podcast. I'm a co-producer of it, but I've had experience pitching myself to other guests. And we kind of mentioned my book earlier, but when Unshakable came out, that was one of the biggest um, and most cool things I got to do was pitch myself to other podcasts. And so one of the things I would suggest um, when you are pitching is always making sure that you, when you email someone, hey, I want to be on your podcast, say, Hey, Grace, your podcast, Those Who Know, has made a really significant impact on my life. And that's because this, this, and this. And I would love to be a guest because I think I can teach your listeners. That's like the key verbiage is I can teach your listeners bullet point, bullet point, bullet point. So when we're reaching out, kind of, you know, want to turn the tables. When we're reaching out to people like Matthew McConaughey and Dave and John, it's, hey, we believe that you could bring this, this, and this to our listeners. And a lot of those people um, also share our belief that money is not bad. Um, They're people who are making a lot of it, but they're also making a difference in the world. Um, You think about Damon John on Shark Tank is giving money away to help investors. Now he's expecting a return, but that's a fun process. Um, And you're supporting small businesses and you're doing really cool things with it. So when it comes to pitching other people, I think that's really key verbiage to remember is okay, I can teach your listeners this, this, and this. And when you're able to shift it, not about yourself, um, and instead, hey, I can teach your listeners, I think that's really where things start to change. um, And pitching can become really successful. Because at that point, it's like, I don't know, if you tell me that I can teach your listeners something, I'm like, oh, like, right, I can can help out. Or it makes me feel important. Like, or it makes the speaker, the potential speaker feel important. So... That's really good. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to share about Good Money? You just rebranded. Yeah, we did just rebrand. Oh, I think really. That's important to remember too. Yeah, we were Good Money, Good Hands, Good Work, and we just changed to Good Money. It's <laughs> been super fun as our brand is developing. Yeah. Um, our host Derek will have a book coming out in October, which is really exciting. So, I mean, if we want to talk about like promotion. Um, I think it's fun. You can, you know, Benj and Colin have done a podcast, literally like to have fun, bring super cool guests on. I think they've really hit a specific niche being 50 minutes for college students. Um, But you can also use a podcast to support different business endeavors, right? Like if you have a book you're pushing, um, for us, the podcast right now is getting people really familiar with our framework and our material. 
but hopefully um, those people will be the same ones that we put in a sales funnel to buy the book eventually. Right. And then, you know, they might buy a course we create down the line. Um, but it's really fun to get to kind of just give people, you know, familiarity with your message. Um, that way, when you do have a bigger product that comes out down the line, they're already familiar and they're way more willing to buy it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's important too. I mean, that's one of the items that we'll talk about is like, how do you gain a follower, a followership? Like that is incredibly hard. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we all know that. But again, like, thank you for being here. Uh, we've kind of talked about the goals of what each of our podcasts do, and I can give like a brief intro venturing out too. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, because I don't want people to be confused about our voices. Um, so we're venturing out. We're now the official podcast of the entrepreneurship department. Um, started early last or late last semester. Charlie Dobler and I had the idea of creating this podcast. And the origin of it was when I took an internship over the summer with a startup here in Waco. I was promoted halfway through my internship to a leadership role, and I had direct reports, and I was managing a huge budget that I had no idea what to do. Um, And I wasn't prepared to work in a startup environment. Like, I love it, but I thought I was gonna go work in corporate America with the internship that I had signed, but because of COVID, I had to pivot. So I was like scrambling for resources where, you know, what do I do with my marketing budget? How do I lead a team? Like, how do I handle internal operations? And I started listening to audiobooks. I started reading books, articles, magazines, like literally everything, scouring the internet. And one of the things that I didn't find was a podcast about like small business or entrepreneurship. And there's, a, well, but there's a lot of entrepreneurship podcasts, but a lot of them talk about everything after you succeed. You know, it's, uh, I won't name the podcast, but how did, what was their origin story? And then it fast forwards all the way to, yeah, and this was our success. But it doesn't talk about kind of like what Grace, the, all the crap in between, the nitty gritty um, challenges of small business. And so we thought, well, why don't we start our own? Um, Baylor has a top 10 entrepreneurship department in the nation, but They didn't have a club, nor did they have a podcast, which every other program had. Mm -hmm. Um, And so now we're the number two student-led entrepreneurship podcast like in the nation, which is cool. There are only two of them. The other 10 are ran by faculty. Mm -hmm. So the fact that we're student-led is fun. Uh, But that's some background on us and where we are at, still super small, like not huge at all trying to figure everything out. And that's kind of like why we love getting this group together. Um, It's because you'll help us and hopefully we can help you and we can help each other. So there have been a lot of challenges along the way and you guys know it. Are there any that you think are notable that are worth discussing? Any that you found is a significant barrier that others may run into? Everyone's shaking their head. So what does that mean? I think it... The biggest barrier for us is just a daily, like a, a weekly grind. So yeah. getting the episodes planned and getting them pushed out because we've skipped yeah. two or three weeks where we're just like, crap, we didn't have anything planned this week. How are we gonna? How are we just gonna throw something together right now? So having like it actually planned out and know at the beginning of the week how you're gonna end it, 
and having that weekly just layout of what, what it's going to look like and maybe even monthly maybe even the whole season of your episodes but having a plan because mm-hmm. sometimes we get to the end of the week and we're like dude we didn't have an episode this week what are we going to do about it yeah. but yeah going off of that like I, I feel like people don't give podcast hosts enough credit especially students it literally feels like a part-time job, if not more, um, especially if you don't have a team. Like, it was just me, so I was doing the hosting, the coordinating, and the editing, and the publishing. And I would have moments where I'm like, okay, I would post consecutively, and then I'd be silent for three months. And it's because I just was, like, so burnt out from my from myself that I'd just be like, I don't even want to do this anymore. And I would lose vision, and I would lose sight of why I was doing the podcast. So I think to your point, it's really smart to start at the beginning of a month and be like, okay, this month, how many am I going to record? Schedule it out with the guests beforehand and then go from there instead of taking it like one episode at a time, planning out maybe five to ten ahead of time because then you can really knock it out for your listeners and they have constant feedback. And for the algorithm too, it's really important to keep posting so they keep popping up on uh, the app and the feed of your listener. Yeah. So, yeah, same as what Grace was saying. I think you burned out, and I definitely did, especially because I think I'm, like, in the mix because it's also, like, freshman year craziness, and with everything going on, it's just, like, it's hard to balance school and social life, and, you know, we all we all know what, what um, college is like. Uh, but I also want to mention that I feel like Oh, I, I don't know if this is just me, but I feel like also I got discouraged just because I felt like sometimes it was like everything that people talked to me about in a way that it was kind of like making fun of. I think like uh, starting out, we seem really small mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, ha, you started a podcast. And it's kind of like, I kind of let that get into my head and I was like, yeah. And they're like, how many people that are listening? Like kind of questioning you and you're yeah. like, why am I doing this if my mom is listening to this? You know, kind of like that, that that little thing. But I think just, I mean, I, I still struggle with this, and it's kind of like pushing through that barrier of like, okay, maybe I'm starting small, but I still believe that we can get bigger. So that's a big struggle. Yeah. I mean, we talk about that a lot, I mean, starting small. I mean, in entrepreneurship, like, it's a minimal viable product. Yeah. Just you get your first piece <laughs> out there, and it doesn't have to be great, but when you get someone listening, we had, um, there's a story that someone told me, this talking about student government in high school. <clears throat> student government in high school, um, they did this campaign called Project Beautiful. It was essentially a campaign um, promoting natural beauty, and one of the components of it was uh, like not feeling compelled to wear makeup, which it's an art form for a lot of people. We understand. Um, so we got a lot of pushback, but there was one girl who approached the director of, of that campaign the next day, and he said, or she said to him, I can't thank you enough. Like, what you did saved my life last night. Like, she had gone home, she was full of self doubt, um, and she thought she was going to kill herself. But, like, that's a testament to what. I think what we do is even though we're small, like if it impacts one person or it, if it changes the narrative of someone um, or changes their outlook on life or how they feel like 
then that's what matters, mm -hmm. you know, even if we're small. So. I think that's a great point about like the growth aspect of it. Cause I know mm -hmm. for Colin and I, we have, <coughs> excuse me, we have like a really loyal, fierce fan base. Mm -hmm. And um, like you launch it, you have your first episode. It's wholesome, it's great. People yeah. eat it up, they love it. Yeah. They move on to the next one, they like it. And now we've, and like we see, oh, like we're here, we're in this state, this is so exciting. And then you kind of reach this point, like, I don't know, you guys could probably speak to this also, like a few weeks down the line, you kind of start to see stuff flatlining mm -hmm. and you, you realize it's kind of like the same people talking about it over and over, which is great because you want those consistent listeners, but you also want it to grow. But I appreciate you guys sharing like, mm -hmm the impactfulness of it because at the end of the day it's not about the numbers it's not about the mm -hmm. analytics it's not about what countries you're in it's about whether what you do matters and your platform can impact mm -hmm. even one person like you mentioned yeah. yeah it's good yeah I think for me like it was important to remind myself why I was doing it mm -hmm. and I had to tell myself like okay yes this feels like a job but I'm not doing it to monetize it I'm not mm -hmm. doing it to make money because I'm not making much at all <laughs> and I'm not doing it, like you were saying, for the numbers or for incredible growth. Um, and when I understood that, I was able to then appreciate the one story I got about how someone was impacted. And instead of being like, well, that's just one, like, why isn't there 20? Mm -hmm. I'd be like, wait, no, that's one, that's one soul. And who knows what that one soul is going to do and say to their community and how it's going to change their life. Um, so that's important. Yeah. I think I have a little bit of a, <clears throat> excuse me, different perspective because like we are actively trying yeah. to monetize, right? Um, and it's not like this is a section of our business. It's a stream of income. And so I love how each of y'all have talked about like the struggles of like the individual, um, like when numbers start to flatline and stuff like that. And one of the things that I realized earlier this year when we started seeing a little bit of a decline was, okay, how do we, A, when we don't have a big lineup of guests, um, you know, and we're frantically trying to email people and get them on, um, which has not happened a lot, but how do we, like, fill in those extra episodes? And um, we honestly just thought, well, we haven't really, like, made an episode about a seven-step framework, or we haven't done an episode about what people are requesting topics for. So, like, last week, we literally just launched a money hot topics episode about investing. These are way shorter like episodes. They're 20 minutes versus 60 minutes. Um, but it just reminded me, like go back to the basics. Like mm -hmm. even sometimes it's good, it's good as the host to do an episode where you're the only one that's talking. Like you yeah. don't have a guest on. Mm -hmm. I mean like Grace, you sit down, you tell your story. Y'all have an episode where it's the two of y'all. You know, mm -hmm. Sophie, you talk about mm -hmm. your upbringing and your heritage. And I, I bet a lot of people wanna know why you started the podcast in the first place. Kind of like what we're talking about just now. So that was really important like to think about um, is okay when we do have a gap in our schedule maybe you know for us Derek might come on and talk about um, you know investing or Bitcoin is that something worth investing yeah. in right now you know like money hot topics that people want to hear about um, so we're looking at okay what would it look like to do one of those every other week that way we don't have to have guests on you know for six weeks in a row or do we do that once a month or so I think there's variation you can really play with um, but I think often it's easy to forget that you as the host also have a valuable voice mm -hmm. that yeah. you okay. don't always have to bring on the next big name but you started the podcast like you deserve to have some speaking time too good, me and Benjamin noticed that too because <clears throat> I'm gonna be working at camp all summer so 
won't be able to film a podcast. So we have to record, pre-record 11 episodes. And having to do that is kind of reminded us, like, we don't have to have an, a big guest every single week because, first of all, we're not going to plan out 11 big guests. <laughs> but second, we just got to dive into some different type of topics um, for future episodes. For So for, like, one, we we did kind of like a like a crazy podcast where we mm-hmm. made predictions for the other person's life for the <laughs> next terrible. 1, 3, 5, 10, 15, <laughs> 25, and 50 years oh, in the future. Yeah, and so awesome. be, being able to do fun things like that is like a super fun part of a podcast that sometimes you forget to do when you're just trying to pump yeah. out super big episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like how do we actively remind ourselves to like have fun? Because that's mm-hmm. more or less why we do this. We, <laughs> yeah. we have some passion in it. So like at what point do we lose it and then how do we regain it because I don't know I feel like I'm regaining it right now yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. inspiring by hearing like oh I'm not the only one who's yeah. also like oh what am I doing or mm-hmm. you know not what am I doing but you know I'm <laughs> going back to the basics and you know like also listening to others and also I feel like what you surround yourself with or who you surround yourself with so I think that that was a big lesson especially when like you do anything entrepreneurial you kind of like see who is like really like like really supportive of you and I think that means a lot yeah. and you just so you just want to surround yourself with people who are going to support you and um, yeah I think that's a big big lesson yeah that's a good transition to our next segment is because I know we have 20 minutes and I want to be respectful of Lauren Lauren's time everybody's time but I know Lauren's got a meeting um, like podcasting is entrepreneurial um, and starting it up, starting it up like I said I had a meeting with Grace Casper about it like a formal meeting I brought her in got her coffee probably made her uncomfortable More formal like, it's okay. <laughs> but but I mean starting up a podcast is I think like starting up anything you do your research into it it has startup cost I guess depending on who you host with where do you get your mic? Do you get a mic? I've seen people record in voice memos mm-hmm. and upload upload voice memos. So like, how is it entrepreneurial and why is it important, I think, to understand some component of entrepreneurship to start a podcast? Well, I think it's important to save those Amazon gift cards. I think that's kind of, <laughs> that's that's how, kind of how we got started. Colin had the microphone and then I think our total expenditure is probably less than a hundred dollars um, because we we kind of went all in on those stickers that you might find <laughs> on the nearest urinal or whatever. But, um, those are fine. Like you can QR code scan them. But I think that, like Lauren said, I think Lauren has a really interesting perspective on this because like yeah. they're monetizing their yeah. podcast and Colin and I have had discussions about that. But I think like this conversation and just how we've been recently, it's a good reminder of why we do it and that's mm-hmm. to impact people. So I, we don't want to rule anything out, like whether we'll ever see a return on investment of $100 of Amazon cards. <laughs> but I think that the, the important thing is that you're, you're building a, a group of people who are going to be impacted mm-hmm. week in and week out. Yeah. So, it do, I mean, it doesn't have to be for profit, right? right? I mean, in Lauren's case, mm-hmm. it is. But it doesn't have to be. I mean, there's a value that we provide. Mm-hmm. Like we All of our podcasts provide some form of value. Um, I mean, same thing for, for businesses. Businesses provide some form of value. Um, and so I guess 
Ben kind of keyed in Lauren, do you want to talk about maybe how it's entrepreneurial from your perspective now that you're actually trying to monetize? Yeah, absolutely. Well, okay, kind of to go back to what we were talking about before, I think that Sophie kind of touched on this, but stuff like this is what energizes me the most. Like when we can get a group of people that are like-minded to talk about, you know, entrepreneurship, podcasts, whatever, um, that's fun. Like anytime I go to coffee with Grace Casper and I have since like freshman year, it's like I've had five shots of espresso. I mean, it's like, we just bounce off each other yeah. so well. And that was one thing that I wish I had had more at, at Baylor was like-minded people just like you who could bounce ideas off of me. Because it, it feels so rare. Like, you walk around and, I mean, Sophie, like, you're so right to feel somewhat, like, alone sometimes. And the fact that, like, well, none of my friends have a podcast. And none of my friends kind of understand what I'm doing or the struggle or taking five hours out of my day to edit today. And, you know, nobody gets it. And so I think it's really fun to get to sit amongst you guys today and talk about those things. Um, in terms of monetization, Dylan, you have a really good point. It's all about bringing value. One of the biggest mistakes I see people making in a podcast description is talking about like who they are, why they started it, and not about the value that they're bringing their listeners. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think that's really important, literally in your description, to say, we provide you, I mean, good money, we provide you the tools to earn more, save more, and give more. I mean, it's super simple, um, like creating a tagline that automatically expresses the value that you bring people when they listen is super key um, because you ultimately, like you want to make your customer or your listener the hero and you're just the guide taking them to where they want to be. Um, so I also think it's important to express, okay, you might feel, like in Grace's case, you might feel really alone, discouraged, um, maybe you're facing anxiety and depression about the season you're in right now. But like after you listen to those who know, I want you to feel encouraged challenged, um, not alone. I mean, you kind of want to paint the picture of, okay, here's where I want to take you. I think that will make people um, way more willing to listen. Um, In terms of like hosting and stuff like that, there's so many different platforms. Um, You could use Anchor. Um, We use Libsyn. Um, I think that's one of the most popular ones, but you could also use voice memos. Um, You know, I've used GarageBand before, literally just record your voice. So I think there's so many um, just options you can use. And I think before you start, you kind of have to define okay, like, is it worth it to spend, you know, $100 on a mic? Or, you know, like, what kind of investment do I want to put forth first? Um, So I think that's important. And I'm trying to think what else. There's, I mean, there's a million ways you can monetize it. One of the things that is really popular I see people doing right now is doing a Patreon where you have, you know, a paid membership. So people might get exclusive content if they pay, you know, 3 or $5 a month. Um, So you could do something like that. Do you want to show everyone the sticker that you're passing around right now? <laughs> um, you know, if we want to talk about promotion, I think Colin and Ben have done a really good idea. Um, I think it's so fun. I mean, you can use, like, QR codes and stuff like that. And I think stickers are a great way to do that. Um, and if you're able to provide your guests with assets to post... Um, Sophie did this for me. Grace did this for me. I mean, y'all did this. For, like, I, when you have a person on, and it's just funny because I've been on all your podcasts, but like y'all have, y'all have all done that for me. You've provided either a voice clip or some sort of graphic design to where I can repost on my Instagram, and then it drives you more traffic. Right. But it makes me look good too because I was a guest on your podcast, and that's an honor. So, I think it's you have to be really strategic about okay literally giving people like for us I send an email hey um 
Bob killed his interview. We loved it. Here's the link. Um, the day it comes out, I send a shortened Apple link, and then I design um, a few graphics, put together a video clip and a Dropbox, and we send it off. Um, and these people have hundreds of thousands of followers. Mm-hmm. And so even if we can get you know a swipe up Insta story, I mean, they might bring a, a few thousand people to our podcast, and it's huge. So yeah. I think it's so important not to miss those opportunities. Mm-hmm. And even if it, I mean, might be me. I don't have that many followers, but I might bring, you know, 50 people to listen. And that's awesome. Like, that's 50 more people who might be interested in listening or binging, you know, a mm-hmm. few more episodes. That's good. I feel like another stream of revenue, at least for me, a lot of my money has come from just selling stickers, kind of like you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're selling them or if it's just free marketing, because that also works too. Mm-hmm. But um, literally, I had a Those Who Know sticker, and I gave it to Jared Butler, and he thought it was so cool and he put it on his phone right here and literally like I got so many questions about it because people would ask like what's on your phone and he'd be like oh it's my friend's podcast like it's called those who know and just literally that simple name drop is just brilliant and like people you know college students putting the sticker on their water bottle on their laptop like not only are you getting free marketing but now you're also um getting people to pay for those stickers if you're not giving them out for free. And like even just, you know, $3 for a sticker, like that's cheap, that's simple, but over time you can add up and pay off that microphone. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. We're doing a giveaway too. I mean, mm. have you done this mm-hmm. for your podcast? No, but that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, I mean, giving <laughs> away a sticker, a, giveaway. a book, like yeah, yeah, yeah. We've really done with a few of my yeah, books. Cool. That's also helpful. I'm yeah. so glad you brought that up, Sophie. Yeah. Um, We've done a bunch of, like, we get, most of the time when people come on our podcast, it's because they're promoting a book. Like, Matthew McConaughey, Green Lights just came out. Huge book. It's so good. Um, And we got a few copies in return. And so it was fun to do a book giveaway for people who listened, subscribed, and wrote a review. Um, So I think that, I mean, reviews are important, too. Like, people are are always looking to seeing who's reviewed. Um, And so I think that's a really good way to incentivize people. Because I really think people will not take action unless you incentivize them. So if you can give them free merch, free sticker, you know, free T-shirt, whatever. um, If you can really incentivize them to go subscribe, leave a review. Um, Because downloads are really the thing. Like, I don't think, at least on our end, we can't see how many, like, subscribers we necessarily have, but it's downloads. And, you know, when people come on our podcast, it's always, well, how many downloads do you have? So downloads are the key number for us. So that has really helped us boost that. Yeah. I think it's interesting that, like, you, Lauren, especially, like, you can give away a book, for example, or um, I know some people go the gift card route. And one thing that Colin and I tried is that – after our first couple episodes of it being just us, we actually did a giveaway for the first guest on the show. And how we did that was incentivizing it through reviews. And so that's how we've got the lion's share of our reviews so far is mm-hmm. from that initial launch. And then kind of ironically, the person who won, uh, an entrepreneur herself, she has um, a t-shirt creating business on this campus and it's called My Girl Tees. And so she makes uh, shirts for college students all around. And then she was, so she was able to bring on that perspective. So I just thought it was kind of neat that the flow of conversation kind of tied that all together. But I guess the bigger point is that there are creative ways you can get, and it doesn't have to be a book or like a a certain amount of a common grounds gift card. Like you can get really creative with how you're making engaging ways for your audience to interact. Will you talk more about like that? Yeah. Like, what was the giveaway? How did right. y'all announce it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> 
So the we wanted to do a giveaway, but having no funds at the beginning, we were how are we gonna do a giveaway? And now we're just gonna give <laughs> nothing away. So, so we kind of got together. We're like, well, we haven't had guests on the podcast yet. Let's just see who wants to be on. And so our first giveaway was just finding somebody to be on the podcast. So it was just our friends, pretty much, just tagging. And you had to like like the picture. Tag, tag three people or something and leave a review and leave a review and so it was a really cool thing because they would tag those people they'd come to the page and then even more people would tag and leave a review so it created a circle of just like driving into the page but it was super fun because the day of we I don't really know what the occasion was but um, we were all together and we knew we had to do, do a drawing this Sunday night and so we were at Chili's and oh, we were at Chili's and just did the Instagram live and we used like a, a certain app that just picks a random a randomizer. And so one of our, like Allie won and it was super fun because we were at Chili's going nuts on live and then she was excited. And so it was fun to like really t- tune in to the, the free giveaway because sometimes you're like, we have to spend a hundred dollars to get somebody to come on the show or to create content or to really bring people into the page. But really you can find creative ways that you don't even need to spend a dollar. And I think that kind of like ties back to our earlier segment. Like at what point do you draw the line in the sand and say, oh, this is feeling like, you know, work versus, oh, this is crazy fun. Like you're sitting there at Chili's going nuts because your friend is going to be on your podcast. Like I think it's the moments like those you really have to soak up and say, okay, what we're doing, sure it's impactful but we're also having a great time while doing it yeah but that's also why people like listen to your podcast mm-hmm. in the first place right. like I think we forget like we you know record five episodes and then you try to be what everyone else wants you to be and you're trying to like right. shove yourself into this like glass box that you were never meant to fit in the first place mm-hmm. so like I think that's awesome and I like I hope you guys do more of that stuff because that was something I never thought of like who announces a guest? Like, who does a giveaway? Yeah. Like, okay. want to be a guest on our podcast? We'll Hilarious. randomly choose somebody. And announces it chilly. It's like, that's so y'all. And so I think it's, we just lose. <clears throat> we lose sight of who we are and, like, why we even started something in the first place. Yeah. In, in the same way, we sometimes are always reaching out to, like, big, oh, it's super cool to have, like, yeah. big people on the podcast. But then we forget, like, our friends, our close friends just want to be on, too. And so that's kind of a good reminder, like, to get those people engaged on, on our episodes and also remind us, like, these are our friends and they have yeah. just as much of an impact that nice. the big names do. Yeah. But, and that's something, too, is, like, so I was speaking with my editing professor and she came... Um, from the journalism field. I love her. Professor Adamson, shameless plug. She's awesome. She's awesome. awesome. Um, One of my favorite professors uh, here at Baylor, one of the most supportive I've ever had. Um, But we were talking about interviewing large guests or uh, I guess notable people for Mm -hmm. articles. While they're great to have, we love them. They all help us. They provide a lot of value because they've done a lot of value. but there are stories like in smaller guests too. And not, not smaller, but maybe more unique. Maybe someone, somebody's story who hasn't been told. And I think there's a lot of value in that as well. It's like giving somebody a platform to tell their story, to share their experience, because that's truthfully probably the more common story anyways. Mm-hmm. Like the story that more people would resonate with. Um, I just I'm I'm still astounded by their creativity and just like the fun and uniqueness <laughs> and like being unapologetically yourself. Yes. Like mm-hmm. that is awesome mm-hmm. when it comes to podcasting. I mean that's you too, mm-hmm. right? Like that was that was your struggle of 
you were not afraid, but you were going to quote you like embarrassed Mm -hmm. to be yourself. But like podcasting helped you through that. Yeah. And I think like that's why I love like the podcast itself. It was just like a platform to like share other people's dreams or stories. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's really powerful to hear how everyone has something to tell, a story to tell. Um, and and going back to just kind of like promoting and just like ideas, I think sometimes we forget that we nowadays like we live in, in um, a society that we have social media which is completely free mm-hmm. and it's a great resource to market yourself. I think um, it's, it's probably the most powerful way to really get yourself out there and it's it's like, I mean, with creativity, you can make fun reels, and that really pushes into Instagram algorithm. And then from that, like, um, you can get more people and, like, sharing with other people. Like, I just, like, sometimes I'm like, well, do we really need to spend that much money when we have something that's so powerful? Like, nowadays, if you have a business and you don't have a social media, then do you really have a business? Because mm-hmm. it's so important. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I think that's utilizing what you have is important. That's true. So we're running out of time. We're probably going to lose this room really soon. Um, So for somebody who may be listening to this or any of our podcasts, like what advice would you have someone who is either one, looking to start a podcast or two, considering doing something creative that shows their self, whether it may be podcasting or starting a small business or writing a book, I mean, literally whatever it may be, like what advice would you have for them? Um, any piece of encouragement, any lessons that you've learned along the way? Just rattle them off. I think first just start because like you said, your first episode's gonna suck and that's okay, but just do it because once you start, it's like you already started moving forward. So just begin whatever your dream is. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Google it, like <laughs> YouTube, whatever, like how to start a podcast. Um, <laughs> literally, that's how it all starts. Um, I would say don't think too much about it um, because you never know. Like even if you if you think like, oh, where am I going to go with this? Like you might grow in ways that you didn't think you would. Yeah. yeah. And I will shameless plug. There's a podcast called Gimlet Academy, if you've never mm-hmm. heard of it. Um, Gimlet Academy it's on Spotify, exclusively through Spotify, but it's like a five-part series on how to start a podcast, how, how to get good tape, how to attract guests, um, and put everything together. So shameless plug if we're talking about just starting it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I think I definitely agree with you guys. Like, just start. I think if we always wait for the perfect opportunity, there will never be one, honestly. But Sophie kind of touched on this. There are limitless resources out there. Like, you can find a mic. You can figure out a – I mean, you can find a podcast on how to start a podcast. You can um, literally find anything online. Um, And I think it's also important to, like, find a friend, like you've kind of been for me, um, that is kind of, like – in that with you and can kind of encourage you or a mentor or someone like that who's yeah maybe like two or three steps ahead of you but um I think don't touch on this earlier I think it's really important um that we also talk about failure as much as we talk about success Dylan talked about earlier how he was frustrated at the beginning when he was trying to start this podcast um or at his internship of okay 
I'm hearing everyone talk about how they got to the finish line, but I'm at the start line, and I kind of want to know just, like, how to make it through the first five minutes of my day. And so, like, I think a lot of us also feel that frustration, mm-hmm. um, whether you are a college student or young adult or a working professional, but you feel frustrated because we only hear, like, books and podcasts, you know, written about people who have done it all. Um, and so I think it's really important. We try to have people on our podcast who talk just as much about failure and really asking pointed questions about, okay, how did you, like, what was your biggest failure in, you know, starting your business? Um, What was a mistake you made that you really regret that really cost you something? Mm -hmm. Um, Because I don't want to make the same mistake, and that's helpful. And um, I think if you're really confident in yourself, you have no problem talking about that because you've owned it, you've moved on, and um, you are walking towards the finish line instead of, like, sitting in a mistake. So I think that's been really helpful. That's good. Yeah, I think two things. One, um, know why you're doing it, whether it's podcasting or a dream that you have. Know why you're doing it. Sit down with yourself and write out almost your mission statement, Mm -hmm. like on an index card, and just tape it up where you can see it every day so you remember the root of why you started what you started. Um, And then the second thing, kind of what Lauren was saying, is find community. Find your cheerleaders three to five people, they don't even have to be a dreamer like you, but just someone who's in your corner, someone who's gonna remind you of your mission statement and remind you that when you're hitting a wall and you're burnt out, what you're doing is important and what you're doing is needed. Um, But yeah, I think finding fellow dreamers, like Lauren and I have been to one another, is super crucial because you feel less alone and you feel less like a black sheep Mm -hmm. and you feel exhilarated when you leave hanging out with one another, so. I'll add to that too, I think it's, fun to have like maybe a launch team too like when you first start of maybe having Mm -hmm. 25 to 50 people or if you can do 100 like go for 100 but if you have people who are like okay yes I'm like totally for you I'll support you you know give them an Instagram graphic to post or Mm -hmm. um you know maybe give them all a free sticker or incentivize them and that way whenever you launch it you're not just like you know launching it to nobody except your mom maybe but if you have like 100 people who can at least kind of give you the boost that you need yeah. I think that's super helpful yeah yeah that's awesome there's like great perspectives all around here I've got like a full page of notes I think everyone like something different um but back to the question of kind of like what you would recommend to someone getting started that we've been talking about I think you had so many great points to share and there's so many resources out there today like to get started and I have a little bit of an experience in high school doing it. Um, I had my own in high school, so I got to college and there was kind of that transition. But I would say the thing I've gotten out of doing both that and now this is just like, sometimes you gotta run before you can walk. You just gotta start. And there's so many resources out there, but um, you go with it. Like our first episode, we had no idea where that was going. We're just like, (laughs) let's just start with something like pure and then let's just see what happens and where it goes. And you know, half the time that's our episodes. We have a few bullet points, but we don't know where it's going. So like, just start, it's good, it's fun. And um, and I know ours is a little different because we just just try to have fun and y'all have like these you know, maybe some more impactful or meaningful conversations <laughs> than what we have. But I think that like, is still impactful. Yes, is. yes. So, but for for us at least, I mean, just do it. Like, if you you know, we talked about it for a whole semester, and it wasn't until we were like both yeah. tired on a rainy day, like one in the morning, and we're like, okay, what are we waiting for? Like, just just take that step. I mean, you can you can read all about it, and that helps so much. But at some point, you just got to start and learn as you go. Yeah, that's good. Well, we've shared a lot of really good information. Um, again, like I can't thank y'all enough. 
for for being here. This was fun for for us. It was energizing for me. Like I'm pumped walking out of here. I want to go actually make like a self episode. Um, Come on, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, again, really appreciate it. And as we wrap up, like shameless plug. Everyone, give a shameless plug. Tell us where we can find you. Uh, like maybe some insight as to when your next episode would be, or maybe when this is posted, it'll be in the past. Um, just talk about yourself. And check out uh, Freshman 15, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Sundays at 5 p.m. Central. Um, won't, take, won't take too much of your time. We're going to try to have fun, and we hope you do too. Woo! I love it. Um, yeah, same. It's on Instagram. It's laluna.podcast, and it's also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, really anywhere that you can find a podcast. I'm pretty sure it's there. And... Um, just be updated because I'm dropping a new season this summer and it's going to be really fun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah I'm yesterday. Like, <laughs> now, <laughs> now that we don't have school. I'm just, <laughs> but yeah, it's more about yeah. time management. So be updated because I'm really pumped. Yeah. yeah, check out Good Money wherever you listen to podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, literally wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts where we will give you the tools to earn more, save more, and give more money. I feel like I've heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> it's a repetition, man. So good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, listen to those who know. Uh, follow us on Instagram at those.who.know. Also follow me on Instagram at Grace Casper because I'm going to be up to other things such as luxury picnic businesses and uh, possibly publishing a book down the road. So, Grace Casper. <laughs> Can we just talk about like outdoor, the outdoor table, table and then your book and Unshakable? Like, come on. Okay, real quick. Yes, yes. absolutely. Yes. The outdoor table is a luxury picnic service. It's located oh, in Waco, yeah. Texas. Uh, we can do birthday parties, engagements, baby showers. I recently did my first baby shower this Monday. It was so much fun. Um, but yeah, we just set up a beautiful place setting with pillows, blankets, uh, champagne, whatever you want. And it's a good time. And then as far as my book goes, I have an agent right now. We're in the process of publishing, but it will be about divorce, and it's going to be a resource for families of how to get through divorce. Yeah, my book is called Unshakable. So you know how a lot of college students struggle with anxiety and depression. All throughout college, a lot of people are afraid to go into college. Um, I wrote Unshakable so that you can start living in the freedom of who God made you to be and literally kick the fear you have to the curb. So you can find it wherever you purchase favorite books, um, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, anything like that. Check it out. Um, you can also follow me at Lauren N. Kinney. A. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to shameless plug note to self because they're not able to be here. Um, as mentioned, started by Corey and Ben Coleman over quarantine. Uh, it's essentially an audio time capsule about their experience over quarantine and their friends. Um, it's quite the listen. Very, very deep, yet moves quickly. Uh, I would say, truthfully, like the audio editing and note to self is probably the best, some of the best that I've heard. Uh, so you can check it out on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, note to self. So for everybody, please thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to support Venturing Out. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast and turn on notifications. 
we don't want you to miss a single episode. Join our community and subscribe to our newsletter where you can stay up to date on all things Venturing Out. Follow our Instagram at Baylor Venturing Out and connect with us on LinkedIn by searching Venturing Out and look for our logo. Thank you.